Hello there, Direct Impact Nation. This is your host, Andrea Epteen. And again, season five, it's coming. It's on its way. And as we gear up for that, we are rebroadcasting the best of season four. And one of the most listened to solo episodes was called Relapse Prevention. And I'm so grateful that that was one of the most listened to ones, because guess what? We are all either working on recovery or working on relapse, right? We've talked about this, and we want to make sure that Direct Impact Nation continues to work on their recovery and works on a day-to-day basis to avoid and prevent backsliding, slips, or relapse, right? So as you re-engage with this content, I want you to listen to it from where you find yourself today. Where do you find yourself in the here and in the now? Okay, listen to it. See what you hear differently. Welcome to Direct Impact, where we discuss the various ways our mental health and quality of life intersect. I'm your host, Andrea Epstein, licensed professional counselor, master's addictions counselor, and certified sex therapist. Think of our time together as focused self-reflection mixed with insight, passion, and empowerment. Now, take a deep breath. Now let's dive in and see what impacts you today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Andrea Epstein with the Direct Impact Podcast, and I have got just a great episode for you guys today. We are talking about relapse prevention. And if you are in a recovery process, relapse prevention is like a daily thing. (laughs) It's not like a one-time episode or one thing that you work on one time in treatment or whatever. No, no, no. Relapse prevention is a daily process. But I just wanted to do an overview for our listeners of what does relapse prevention look like? What is relapse prevention planning? And just give you a little bit of an overview there, because we definitely want to do all we can to combat overconfidence. Okay. And so like early in recovery, people tend to feel overconfident. They can even experience what we call the pink cloud. Okay. It's this pink cloud of euphoria, really, that comes over the person because there are, you know, new chemicals being produced in the brain and they're not abusing their brain the way that they used to. And so it's just this um, feeling and mood shift that happens based on all of these new chemicals being released. And unfortunately, it can really be a setup for relapse because one, it it can be triggering just because of the chemicals themselves. And two, it can be very triggering to be like, you know, I got this recovery thing. Like, I mean, I think I can go back to drinking in moderation. You know, I I, I think that I'll just, you know, snip a little Coke, you know, you know, at a party once a year, (laughs) you know, or if it's, you know, you're in recovery from sugar or something like that. It's like, you know, I think that I could just have, you know, a little bit here and there, you know, it's okay now to keep, you know, ice cream back in the freezer. You know, I'm only going to touch it on occasion when I've planned to do so, (laughs) you know, like overconfidence can be a very slippery slope to relapse. And so can the pink cloud. And again, it's just that feeling of euphoria. It's like, I have got this recovery thing, man. I've got this figured out. Maybe I didn't really have a problem after all. And that's where it's like, stop. (laughs) No, you're feeling good right now because you've been abstinent from an unwanted behavior for a while. You know, 
You know, you haven't been consuming sugar. Maybe you've been participating in some body movement. Maybe you've disengaged from an unhealthy relationship. You know, you've set some boundaries. You're doing good work. Of course you feel better, right? But it doesn't mean there wasn't a problem to begin with. And that's that irrational thought process that is part of the disease. The disease doesn't die just because you disengage with the behavior. Hello, if you hear anything I say today, it is that. The disease does not die just because you disengage with an unwanted behavior or chemical or person, you know? That's huge to understand. The disease is very much alive and well, and it shows up in ways like this through overconfidence, through these defense mechanisms, minimizing, rationalizing, you know, just being in denial about how painful it was when you did enter into, you know, unhealthy relationships or engage with unwanted behaviors, you know? You know, this is huge. I bring this up because you know that we are here for you. (laughs) Okay, this podcast is to protect against relapse. It's also, you know, just to give you a healthier way to live your life. And it's important that we're able to just acknowledge when we're experiencing these things. It's, It's important that we know that it's a part of the process. It's not unique to us. It is part of the process and that we need to set boundaries and barriers to insulate us from any, you know, you know, relapse that could come as a result of overconfidence, pink cloud, and things of that nature. So I just, I wanted to talk about that. And so relapse prevention planning is about identifying, you know, unhealthy and triggering and potentially dangerous people, places, and things and situations, okay? Setting boundaries with those things to make sure that you don't go on a slippery slope to relapse. So that's a part of it. It's also just acknowledging and doing step work, entering into therapy, and doing the work on those defenses that show up to protect you. You know, those those parts of you that have, you know, you know, really be been lifting a lot. They've been pumping a lot of weight over the years to protect you because of childhood trauma and hurts and attachment wounds and rejections. You know, like these parts of you have been like lifting. They have been pumping weight, right? And so we need to do some work with those. We need to engage with those to tell them it's okay now. You're safe. You can live a life, you know, of freedom. You can live a life free of unwanted behaviors that have negative consequences. You know, it's safe to do that. And that kind of work really does take place, you know, in therapy. And I know I'm biased because, you know, I'm I'm a therapist. But it is important work to do because when all of those defenses come up and all those, you know, old behaviors, you know, start rearing their head, it's really hard not to go back to that unwanted behavior because it just becomes very painful. It becomes very challenging to process all the emotions that start coming up. And that's okay. You know, it's okay to recognize that, to notice that, and to honor yourself enough to surrender and get some help because that's what we're here for is to help people because this is a natural process like I said that's not unique to you you know this isn't you know something that you're doing right or wrong this is just part of the recovery process and we want to be open about that we want to be honest and transparent that like this isn't an easy journey and but there's definitely ways to protect yourself um to get through it without too many you know slips along the way I mean you're going to have some 
right? The goal is if you have, you know, a mini slip, it doesn't fall into a full-blown relapse, right? You know, we've had an episode, a speaker episode, a great speaker episode in the past with uh, Madeline Shaver on getting up after a slip. So if you have had a recent slip and you're listening to this podcast right now, after this episode, go back and listen to getting up after a slip um, with our guest, Madeline Shaver. It was a great episode, and I think it can speak to what happens when we do slip back into some old behaviors. Maybe it's not engaging with something that was like a non-negotiable, like not drinking. Maybe you didn't pick up a drink, but maybe you put yourself in a situation where you really could have and wanted to. And so it's like you're starting to acknowledge like that stinking thinking is still very present and your defense mechanisms are still very strong strong. And so it's just important to identify that, acknowledge that, and get some extra support around it. Listen up. You don't want to miss out on this. Wise Mind Enterprises and Lightning in a Bottle Digital Courses are offering direct impact listeners deep discounts of up to 25% on their 2022 course offerings. Say what? 25%? That's right, Edward. Just visit www.lightninginabottle.biz backslash courses to pre-order and save big. These courses are carefully curated with you in mind. Hey, Madison, did you know Lightning in a Bottle works with credentialed licensed professional psychotherapists to create life-giving content that is sure to make an impact? I did, and I'm super excited about their new courses. Me too. New 2022 digital courses include The Antidote to Reactive Living, Healing Body Betrayal, Escaping the Perfectionism Paradox, Essential Truths to Support Your Recovery, just to name a few, and with more life-enhancing courses coming down the pipeline. And if 25% savings still leaves you on the fence, well, how about this? The first 20 people to pre-order will receive 50% off a second course of their choosing. I don't know about you, but I need at least two of those courses. So visit www.lightninginabottle.biz backslash courses today and enter the promo code IMPACT to receive massive savings on valuable courses. Oh, side note, Lightning in a Bottle offers more than just courses. They offer a recovery and life enhancement community, and they are always interested in hearing from you. If one of these courses didn't resonate with you, well, let them know what you're looking for on your journey because your voice is valued and vital. All righty, my friends, pre-order or engage with Lightning in a Bottle at www.lightninginabottle.biz. Invest in you today, and don't forget your promo code IMPACT. I just wanted uh, to read to you guys something that I wrote with regards to overconfidence and pink cloud, and um, I hope that it resonates with you. And if you've never experienced this before, or you don't have a loved one who's experienced this, you know, please do um, share it with somebody else that you think might understand or it might resonate with. Okay, so I wrote here that at this stage, and and I'm I'm talking to people who are about nine to 12 weeks into an abstinence process. So you've decided to disengage with a non-negotiable behavior like sugar or a toxic relationship, or again, I had mentioned alcohol. So you've decided to disengage and you have, you've been successful for about nine to 12 weeks. And this is what I wrote for people at that stage and that phase of their recovery journal journey. I said, You have learned how to engage in new and healthy behaviors, set boundaries, and regulate negative emotion. You do have a great deal to be proud of at this point. However, relapse prevention is still the the clear and consistent focus in order to have a successful journey. This week, I want to encourage you to be mindful of overconfidence, or what some refer to as the pink cloud. 
This can occur when the brain is beginning to produce feel-good chemicals again. Unfortunately, <laughs> when endorphins, dopamine, you know, epinephrine, oxytocin come back online in early recovery, it can result in increased triggers, highlighted defense mechanisms, and overconfident attitudes towards your recovery. This can put you at high risk of reverting back to old patterns and destructive behaviors. This temporary illusion and euphoria is fleeting, but it is common to um, it is a common cause for relapse in early recovery. Beware, overconfidence can lead you directly to re-engage with those yellow light behaviors that we talked about on a previous episode. We talked about the red light non-negotiables, the yellow light, things we need to set boundaries with, and the green light, which are things we do want to engage with because they're life-giving. So going back, it said, beware, overconfidence can lead you directly to re-engage with yellow light behaviors and eventually red light behaviors. Be confident in the process, in your progress, in your support team, and in your higher power not overconfident in your abilities to cope with life on life's terms just yet. There is still a long road ahead. So I hope that this falls on ears who needed to hear it today. Um, again, as always, we are here to support you. And um, don't forget to engage with our support community, our uh, wise mind community of people in early recovery um, showing up for each other to talk about their recovery process. And you can join that mindful, that wise-minded community by going to www.lightninginabottle.biz. That's lightninginabottle.biz. And go ahead and click on our community tab and join us. We would love to have you. And if you haven't picked up your Plan to Recover 90-Day Mini Journal, please go to Amazon and go ahead and order that for some friends, for yourself, and for some family because we all need to be implementing and automating healthier habits in our life. So as always, thanks so much, and I will see you next week, same time and same place. Bye. Does anyone else feel like they just earned an extra brain wrinkle? Do you feel like that went by way too fast and just cannot wait till the next episode? Then leave a review and share this episode with a friend, a loved one, a coworker, or whomever because your valued feedback makes a direct impact. Thank you for dropping in. Snaps to you because you have made a direct impact by listening to this podcast. Make sure to follow us on social media and stay tuned every week for a new episode of Direct Impact with Andrea Epstein. Here is our disclaimer and legal language. Yes, I'm a psychotherapist, but guess what? I'm not your psychotherapist, and I need to be clear that this podcast is solely for enhancement, education, and entertainment purposes only. 
It is in absolutely no way a replacement for professional counseling services. If you feel like you need additional support, we strongly encourage you to seek that out today.